0: Good morning, brothers and sisters. I'm so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And I'm just Joe, no title. And today the message is about leading people to Christ. And so if you brought your Bibles today, please turn to the book of 1 Peter, chapter three. And we'll read about Jesus and the Christ starting at verse 18 for christ also suffered once for sins the just for the unjust that he might bring us to god being put to death in the flesh but made alive by the spirit by whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison whom formerly were disobedient when once the devouring long suffering waited in the days of noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few that is eight souls were saved through water so what the word of god is saying here brothers and sisters is when jesus our lord and savior came from heaven incarnated in human form to die on a cross for you and me and was buried before he arose He went down to the prison of hell where the souls were chained up and he preached to those souls. And so to see what happens from that point, please turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. We'll start reading in verse 8. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. So you see, brothers and sisters, Jesus came to die for the sins of the world, all the sins of the world. But the people prior to him coming had no opportunity to get saved, to have salvation and live with our Lord and Savior in the paradise of heaven. And so he went down to the depths of hell to preach to those prisoners, chained up waiting for judgment day. And all those that believed in him, he took up to the paradise of heaven. Everyone knows that Jesus was crucified with two thieves, one on one side and one on the other. And one of them ridiculed him, but the other one came to know him as the Lord preached to them. And in the book of Luke 23, 43, Jesus says to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. You see? So our Lord and Savior, as he took the thief on the cross up to the paradise of heaven, he also took all those that did not have an opportunity to even know Jesus, got to know him. And if they received him and accepted him as their savior, as we all have to, to make it to the paradise of heaven, he took them up to the paradise of heaven. You know, we as Christians have to take every opportunity to save someone's life, eternal life. And as long as they have breath in their lungs, they can be saved. The thief on the cross proves that. But they have to repent genuinely in their heart. Give their life to the Lord. In many places like the workplace, has really changed, morality has changed the workplace here in the United States. It used to be you could not cuss in the United States in a workplace, in a business meeting. But now it's accepted in many places. But yet you can't say the word Jesus in the workplace here in the United States. It's terrible. But we are to follow God's law. And we are to obey the laws of the land. And so I'm not here telling you to do anything that's going to get you fired. But we answer to God Almighty. And if somebody comes to you and asks you, Hey, I just want to know why do you always have a smile on your face? Why are you always joyful and happy? Tell them. Tell them it's because Jesus saved your life because you know where you're going when you die. Use whatever scenario you want, but that's your opportunity. The door is open to share Jesus with anyone at work. If they ask you, and let's say you're in the break room and somebody needs prayer and they come to you and they say, you know, will you pray for me? Okay, you don't have to do this boisterous prayer to get you fired. But you can just hold the person's hand and say a prayer. And even you can do a silent prayer if you feel that you're going to lose your job over it. But never deny praying for somebody. You understand? We have to take all the opportunities we can to save as many souls as we can before Jesus comes. Because brothers and sisters, he's coming in our generation. And we all need to be ready to meet our Lord and Savior face to face. Even Christians. You know, Russia was testing ballistic missiles the other day. They're practicing war games. And the United States will probably get sucked into this. And that's your opportunity to share with somebody and tell them say, if China or Russia or North Korea hit us with a bomb, would you be ready to meet the Lord face to face? Tell them if they close their eyes, what would they see? If they say they would see Jesus, that's good. If they say anything else, that is your opportunity to share a testimony with them. Everybody has a testimony. It's a personal thing, but this is a personal moment. This is an important moment in your life and theirs to try to bring them to Christ, to bring them to salvation. And now Christians need to be ready too, because if, if we do go to a war and it's a nuclear war, many Innocent bystanders will be killed. It's collateral damage. If they're trying to hit a, an airbase next to you, these bombs are so huge, a lot of innocent people will die. And so we all need to be ready to meet our Maker face to face. And tell them that the only way to heaven is through Jesus. In Acts 4:12. Talking about Jesus, there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. That's the only way, brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter if the person says, well, you know, I'm a good person. I don't drink alcohol. I don't take drugs. No, the only way is through Jesus. And so that's your avenue to bring them to salvation. Jesus is the door. And they have to open the door. It's like a car. They're sitting in the driver's seat. And Jesus is outside the passenger door. But there's no door handle for him to open and come in. And the person has to reach over and open the door for him to come in. And then he will come in their lives. Amen? Amen. As long as they make proper changes in their life. To live for Jesus. To renew their mind. They have a carnal mind. Everyone's born with a carnal mind. And they have to renew that mind. By making proper changes. Like getting rid of evil company. Anything that causes them to sin. And then Jesus. Will renew their mind completely. And take that stony heart. Out of them. And give them a pure. Loving. Fleshly heart. And then Fill them with the Holy Spirit. And so, brothers and sisters, it's so important that we save as many people as we can because we don't know when the Lord is coming. We don't know if we could get hit with a nuclear bomb and you don't know when Jesus is going to just take you off this planet. Amen. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, If you are here today and you're not saved, and you want to open that door for Jesus to come in, please bow your heads with me now and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I humbly come before your throne. I am a sinner, Lord. Please forgive me for all the sins that I've ever done. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. And fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord. And please, Lord, write me in the book of life and seal me for the day of redemption. And Father, your will always be done, not mine. And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. And so it's important that you realize, and this is for everyone, even if you're saved today, that we're a work in progress. It's kind of like a potter in clay. We're the clay, the Lord is the potter. When anyone wants to make a pot, they take the clay and they start to mold it. All right. And then it gets better and better and to where it's ready to go into the fire and it gets hot and heated. And then he puts all the details on it. And that's how we are brothers and sisters. When we start off a baby Christian, we still have a carnal mind. And until that carnal mind is gone, we won't be filled with the Holy Spirit. But as we practice righteousness, we get better and better. Then he fills us with the Holy Spirit. And there's power in the Holy Ghost. And then we're able to rebuke the devil in Jesus' name when he tempts us. And he will flee. But we're still not perfect yet. And God knows that. And we ask for forgiveness with remorse in our hearts. And he forgives us. And as the potter makes the pot. And it matures and gets into a really nice shape. And he's ready to put it in the fire. Yes. Well, that's what he'll do with you. It's all just like that, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, always remember to please God and do his will. And all will be well with you. Amen. Amen.